are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast and news update. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all parts your car will ever need. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime on a very fun and exciting Friday edition of Locked On Texans. Yeah, what's up, guys? John, some sports guy Hickman here. Uh, it is a, a fun Friday simply because look at all those rumors. There's rumors everywhere surrounding star all-pro safety Jamal Adams and where he wants to go. And, you know, Houston was on his 17 designated list where he preferred to go. Now, if I'm the New York Jets, personally, I probably won't send you to any of those places because they probably won't give me what I want back. And, I, I, you know, it's, it's quite funny. Before we even get into uh, Jamal Adams, players in their preferred list, it's, it's always been funny to me because I look at it as if you play 2K or if you play Madden, but 2K is much more better at it. Like the trade finder where you can just go in, click the player, and then hit start, and then the game will find you places to go. Or You know, it's, it doesn't really work like that all the time. And hopefully Jamal Adams goes where he would like to go. There's two Texas teams, Houston and Dallas, on his preferred list amongst others. But I, I'm not really sure what he thinks or how he thinks this process is going to go. Uh, personally, I think the New York Jets did themselves a dis, uh, disfavor uh, by, by not trading him during the draft or before the draft when they could have gotten more back to fill needs and that, you know, potentially he'll leave because he will be, you know, he's gone and he's tired of what's going on in New York. But I, I just don't know. Like, I mean, what do you think? I want to go here. Well, let's send him there. I mean, sometimes it may happen, but. I don't know. Hopefully we'll see. I mean, I, I know Odell Beckham did not want to go to Cleveland. I know that was not his preferred landing spot. I do find it amazing how players, when they demand a trade, they give their respective team a list of destinations. Say, I want to go here and I will only sign here, which nine times out of 10, those teams are, if you add him to that core, they will become arguably the best team or one of the greatest teams of all time. As you mentioned, the Dallas Cowboys was also on his list along with the Texans, but the guy also added the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the 49ers, and even the Seahawks. <laughs> with the exception of, the, the Seahawks and possibly the Eagles to a certain extent. If Jamal Adams gets traded to the Ravens, the Chiefs, or the 49ers, you can possibly say there's no team in their respective conference, especially if he goes to Kansas City. I just don't see no team beating them. The Jamal Adams trade demand wasn't too much of a surprise, given that Adams has been very vocal about expressing his displeasure with the Jets over the past couple of weeks. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Adams has been seen over the past few days flirting with a handful of his potential suitors, even the Houston Texans. As of Monday, he tweeted, Houston, I love you. <laughs> with hearts emojis and exclamation point. Now, you know, there's a lot going on saying 
asking what is what what has caused Adam to demand a trade out of New York. You can talk about it's because this team had definitely underachieved in 2019. But John, the main reason that is causing Adams to express his willingness to leave New York is a contract situation. And given the fact that he wants to leave due to a contract situation, it has me wondering, do all of these teams, especially the one right here in Houston, do we have A, enough pieces and B, enough salary cap to give him that extension that he wants? Now, we're going to get into that later, but I have to ask this question, and it's probably a stupid question to ask, but we, we got to talk about it. If Jamal Adams comes to the Houston Texans, how much better will he make that defense? I think Jamal Adams will make the Houston Texans defense tremendously much more better. What he does for that just defense, you know, for me, I look at Jamal Adams and the situation with New York, and I feel like he's been underappreciated, right? What you have out of this player is a stellar safety that I, I wouldn't, I, I'm not, let me say this. I would never dare compare him, at least right now, to Ed Reed, of course. But the style of play that he has, his he can affect your entire defense as a safety. And that's how good he is. And if I'm the New York Jets, I would want to keep him around. But if also, if I'm Jamal Adams, I understand that uh, I know my worth, and I'm pretty great. And if you guys don't want to keep me here, if you if you want to wait year after year to see if I'm really worth it or not, get me the hell out of here. And let's just play hypothetical, right? Let's just see if if he were to come to Houston. Imagine him and Justin Reed. Now that's you know presumably thinking that Reed wouldn't be a part of a trade package to bring him in because the Houston Texans do not really have enough draft pick wise to bring him in. They have to partner him with a player. Uh, partner draft picks with a player to bring him in. Maybe you look at a Bernard McKinney. Uh, maybe you may think to yourself, uh, we can find somebody to fill his void. If you really believe Adams is the player that you want to put a lot of stock in, but he can affect this defense tremendously because of how he plays. And, you know, and with Weaver as DC now, he has mentioned out of his own mouth how exotic he wants to get, how versatile he loves his players. You're going to get a guy in Adams that has already succeeded playing in an exotic defense, being very versatile at an all-pro level. Listen, we have talked about this time and time again, that basically all the Houston Texans need is a new defensive anchor, especially with J.J. Watt getting up there in age. Adams would definitely take the reign as Houston's new defensive anchor. And not only that, when you look at this Texans defense, one of their weakest elements of this defense was the fact that they had problems stopping the run game. And you can possibly say that that next season, it might be just a tad bit worse given the fact that they still haven't found a replacement for DJ Reader. Now, of course, these are guys who play different positions on the defensive end, but Jamal Adams is so good to the point he has basically made the New York Jets a top-tier defensive team at stopping the run game. 
Last season, the Jets were one of the top defensive teams in the league, only giving up an average of 332 yards per game, placing them seventh in the league. A big portion of that, of course, came from Adams. And when I mention he has the ability to affect this team at stopping the run game, the Jets only gave up an average of 87 yards, trailing only the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2019. In comparison to the Houston Texans, in comparison to the Texans, who gave up an average of 388 yards per game, the Texans were fifth to last at stopping the run, giving up an average of 121 yards per game. Well, you could say, well, Cody, he's a defensive back. He's a safety. How much can he affect the run game? Since entering the NFL in 2017, Adams has ranked top five amongst defensive backs in forced fumbles, defensive snaps, and tackles, and first amongst defensive backs with 12 sacks. In fact, <laughs> he has the most sacks by any defensive backs in their first three seasons since the stat became official in 1982. If any one of these teams, I don't care if it's the Texans, the, the, as much as I hate to say it, the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Chiefs, 49ers, or whoever, if Adams finds his way to any one of these seven teams, you can possibly say, that all of these teams will have a, a championship caliber defensive team. Now, we're going to get into, do the Texans even have enough to even trade for Adams? But just thinking about him coming to Houston, playing alongside one of the greatest defensive ends in J.J. Watt, him and Justin Reed possibly could make one of the best one-two combinations for defensive backs. And then you also got to think about, you got the up-and-coming guys, the Jonathan Grenards, the Ross Blacklocks, even Lonnie Johnson Jr. <laughs> John, I'm praying to God that he can find his way to Houston. Guys, I want to talk to you real quick about Rock Auto. With every increasing number of makes, whether it's Fiat, Kia, or Cadillac models, Pacifica EX5, and models like Pacifica and the XT5, it's now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Like, is your Odyssey an LX or EX? And wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. Hmm? That's kind of played out. It's 2020. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to rockauto.com right now and you will see all of the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Now, of course, when we look at the Jamal Adams trade request, you see Houston on there uh, amongst other teams. Everybody is getting excited, right? But then when you come back, down from your high and you're you're back on real in reality the question now becomes how the hell do we even bring him to houston there's no first rounder uh, and i had an opportunity to go and look at the texans uh relatively 
correct 2021 NFL draft picks um, as of right now. We, we never know what's going to happen throughout the year. They may make a trade. They may acquire a draft piece. They may give it up. But right now, they have a third rounder, a fourth rounder from Arizona, another fourth rounder, a fifth rounder, three sixth rounders, uh, along with a seventh and a total of eight picks next year. None of those draft picks, I don't think so. And I could be wrong because as we've seen on our side, crazier crap has happened. And, you know, I, I was going to take it there, but I forgot this is a family show. But I, I don't see I don't see the New York Jets giving him up for anything lower than a second rounder. He's young. He's an all pro. And like I said, his game reminds me a lot. A lot of what Eric, I'm sorry, Ed Reed was able to do for Baltimore for those many years just affected every way. And, okay, well, we say, well, they won't just trade him for anything under a second. We do have a third. But then we, let's take a look at our roster. Who are you willing to give up right now if you feel like Jamal Adams will take your team defensively, which will lead to the entire team over the top? And let me say this real quick. I don't think it's Jamal Adams. I really don't. I, I I don't think that putting that much stock into Jamal Adams for this year moving forward, because you still have to worry about the Watson deal. You still want to make sure you have money to bring in other free agents, uh, so on and so forth. And I don't I don't really think Jamal Adams is the oh my gosh, if we get this piece, we're gonna we're going to the ship. I don't think it's him. But if you do believe that, then, I mean, what do you look at? Who do you look at? Bernard McKinney. You can't trade Zach Cunningham after the year he just had. You can say that Bernard McKinney may have taken a step back or so, but who's going to fill his void right now? Dylan Cole? No, not really. Uh, are we going to count on Jonathan Gennard, who didn't have rookie OTAs in minicamp? He didn't go through anything. So he's going to be first time getting on an NFL field will be next month. Are we going to make that trade? What are we going to do? Who would you pair with a third round as a player and then possibly the year after that, who knows, to bring in Jamal Adams? First of all, I'm going to have to disagree. If the Texans do find a way to get Jamal Adams, he is enough to get this team over the hump. Maybe not to the point where you can say, oh, my God, we're going to win a championship, but I, I like our odds better when we go up against the Patrick Mahomes and the Lamar Jackson's of the world, if and when we meet up with them in the AFC championship game. With all that being said, I don't see a deal for Adams getting done because on the flip side, I agree with you from a standpoint, not only will the Texans have to give up a hell of a amount of draft picks, draft picks that I know so damn well the New York Jets are not going to be okay. If multiple first round picks are not in a Jamal Adams trade, I don't see the Jets giving him up. I, I I don't see it. Like you mentioned, John, if, for example, let's say if they do take maybe the 2021 second, third round pick and you, you, and you tag on somebody, not only do I see a problem of who's going to fill that void, but it's also a problem of is that player still worth the level and in, in talent and the potential of a Jamal Adams? The only guy I could possibly think that I will tag along with a couple draft picks if I'm trying to create something for Adams is Justin Reed. And he's the only guy that I feel like, you know, he's, he's young like Adams, 
Wait, three, two, one. And the only reason why I say that is because you're looking at it from a standpoint, too, they play the same position. If he continues to improve, and of course, once he gets 100% healthy, I do believe he's going to be at least, let's say a he's going to be able to make a one, possibly two Pro Bowl appearances at the time. He has that type, that type of potential. But at the same time, it's not on the same level as Adams. And then once again, if you tag that on with a second and a third round, I still don't think that's going to be enough. You know, if if for any team to acquire Adams, it's going to take a, possibly a deal that we saw a couple months ago when the Rams acquired Jalen Ramsey from the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they gave up four draft picks in order to make that happen. I can see a package like that and possibly an extra player tagged along in addition to make that deal done. And the other problem I see when you try to get Adams to Houston, let's say, for example, if Bill O'Brien does pull this off, let's say if the relationship gets so sour between the Jets and and Adams, let's say Bill O'Brien can basically get a bargain for him. Once you bring him to Houston, do you have enough money to re-sign him? You already gave Laramie Tunsil a big bag. You know, so damn well Deshaun Watson is about to sign the biggest contract in franchise history. And I've said this time and time again, the fact that you have to pay Laramie Tunsil, you have to pay Deshaun Watson, is part of the reason why Hopkins and Clowney is not in Houston right now. So it would not be smart for the Texans to give up multiple draft picks, give up a valuable a valuable piece like Reed or Lonnie Johnson or whoever you, you think might be in the caliber of tagging alone, this team is not going to have enough money to re-sign him. So in reality, <laughs> I don't see a deal getting done. But, you know, you John, you watch TV. You know that show on Netflix, Stranger Things. I mean, hey, we've seen Stranger Things happen. This is 2020. I mean, at this point, anything can happen both good and bad in this year, and it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But like I say, man, I don't see the Texans having enough pieces to trade for him, and if they do, I don't see them having enough money to resign him. And the last thing I want to see is for the Texans to be in the same situation a year from now, losing Adams for nothing. And I'll say this. Though Jamal Adams is a spectacular player, not taking anything away from him, Whatsoever. I think we're okay at safety right now. We have Reed, who is a stellar safety. And again, he wouldn't fix the problem that we had last year. And I I think you hit it right on the nail, and I'm not going to go any further, but you said we don't have enough to get him here. And if we got him here, we would not have enough to keep him. So, get that. If it happens, oh, well, hey, we are wrong. Slap us in the face. But get that fantasy out your mind, please. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Bill Bars are tasty. Not none of that bland, no flavor bars. No, none of that. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Who doesn't like candy bar? Snickers, Mr. Good Bar, the whole nine. But it's just a little bit more better for you. 16 amazing flavors. Eight chocolate nut flavors, eight chocolate nut free flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. 
Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy like me. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, which is what you really need if you're really trying to get a little bit healthier. Flavor profile here, peanut butter brownie, 20 grams protein, 170 calories, 3 grams sugar, 3 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, that is promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. It was hot outside today. It's always hot. It's Houston. It was, it's, not, it's, it's not always hot, but... Yes, it is. But it's June now, so it, it's, it was hot. It got me thinking about uh, my grandma. She loves ice cream, right? And uh, it was funny, you know, <laughs> she, she, it's kind of like she demands my brother brings her ice cream all the time. Like she just kind of throws it out there a little bit. Uh, we was talking about it earlier. She just, you know, casually say, oh, I haven't had no ice cream in a while, or I sure wish somebody brought me some ice cream. And uh, I got to thinking about all the times that, you know, you know, when you go out and you try certain stuff, like, I want to try this flavor, I'm going to try this out. Sometimes you need to stick to your flavor of ice cream. And I'm the type of person, I don't know if because I'm cheap, but when I go out, that means I have to spend money. And if I'm spending money, I don't want to spend it on something that I know I might not like all my questions. So I always just stick to what I know. If I'm spending money on right. it, I'm going to stick to what I know. I don't care if I go to the fanciest restaurant. If I open you up the chicken and I see, if I if, if I open up the menu and I see a shrimp a shrimp po' boy, I'm going to order a shrimp po' boy with fries. Oh my gosh. I don't I don't, I don't I don't care that's about different. but I don't care about salmon covered in in marinara sauce. Mixed in I say when you go to fa- when you go to fancy restaurants, there's no telling what you're gonna see on the menu. That's why I say I guarantee I you what marinara sauce and salmon. You know, no, I, mean, I understand that. I understand that, you know, but I like you know one thing about Houston is they have everything you would want. Uh you have the Asian culture, you have the soul food, you have the Mexican, you have the Indian, you have whatever you want. Um but I will say this, if you want to try chicken strips, go and check out Chicken Cone from North Shepherd and I-10, uh, where you can get you like a, a cone. That's why I brought up ice cream. You get like an ice cream cone, but it's no ice cream. It's chicken. And I know that may sound like, what the hell? But I went and tried it out the other day. Phenomenal. It's one of those, you know, quick stop shop food. The food came out within like five or six so minutes. If you like, if you want to try different stuff, go check out Chicken Cone again off North Shepherd and I 10. And I'll say that to say this if you guys have grandmas, go out there and buy them some ice cream. Guys, I'm out of here. You know, it's John, some sports guy, Hickman with two Y's. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with those two Y's. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. And please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. That's Cody C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. And as always, please remember to follow Locked On Texans on Facebook and Twitter at Locked On Texans. And be sure to follow Locked On Texans, subscribe, and leave a five-star review or one-star review, however you want to put it, because that's the only way we can improve on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Megaphone, and Spotify. Yeah, but don't be a Karen. Don't, don't, don't be, don't, don't be a Karen. <laughs> <laughs>
in these reviews. We, we will find out if you're a Karen or not. And don't be a Keith. Those are the two. Keith and Karens, I just, ah, I feel like they return used fruit at the grocery store if they didn't like it. And uh, that's, we don't, we don't want to deal with that, you know. But until Monday, you guys stay safe, stay cool. Peace. Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.